guys, and welcome to episode 46 of Hashtag No Filter. Today's episode is sponsored by Babelash, and if you are looking for your eyelashes or eyebrows to look fuller and longer, definitely check out their products. Go to babelash.com, type in clutter at checkout, C-L-U-T-T-E-R, and you'll get 20% off your order. Now, today's episode was such a fun one to record. I got to record with Madeline Edwards, who is an incredibly, incredibly talented, successful musician. She is an amazing singer. And we got to talk about all the things. We talked about the music industry, dating in the music industry, how it's been for her, the hardest part of it, the the best part of it, everything about her world, which is such an exciting world, especially when you are so not in that world at all. And I just, it was so interesting. We also talked a lot about The Bachelorette and we talked a lot about uh, all sorts of things, not just music. And it was just such a fun episode. We drank lots of champagne and we kind of didn't want the episode to end. So I think you're going to love it. So keep on listening. And here's Madeline Edwards on episode 46 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome, Madeline. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Julie? I'm good. We're drinking our champagne. Yes, and I'm drinking. I'm a very lot of it. excited about this. <laughs> we just said we're, we've already like touched base on a couple things, and I'm like, wait, we need we need this for the episode. We can't <laughs> like, really go there yet. So we really haven't spoken much. So you're hearing everything for the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start. Tell everyone a little background about you, uh, how you got into the music industry, mm-hmm. just kind of your story leading up to today. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> My name is Madeline. I'm 26. Um, I grew up in California. I was listening to a bunch of jazz in California. We weren't allowed to listen to anything. Um, in your family? In my or- family, other than jazz and classical. Uh-huh. We were very... I wouldn't say sheltered because we're actually very progressive. It's weird. I think our parents just like didn't like pop music. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're like, we're not going to expose you to that right now. Right, right. So... Um, yeah, so we grew up on jazz and classical, and I didn't even know about anyone like Britney Spears or the Backstreet Boys until I was like 14 or 15, really? when it was completely irrelevant by because that time. Because you weren't allowed to listen to that yeah, in your house. Yeah, because wow. we weren't allowed to watch Disney Channel or cartoons. We watched like TCM Turner Classic Movies. Yes, so my we, grandma oh, loves that station. I still love that station. Yeah, no, it's great. I'm, I watch everything in the world now, like Game of Thrones and yeah, everything, yeah, and yeah. now I'm still like, man, I just love some good old classic. Turner Classic, <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> so I, um, so yeah. when you were, so, but did you like music? Oh, I loved it. All, like ever since my you were whole little. Life. Yeah, yeah, since I was able to process what music was yeah. so like two or three I was like wow. yeah I love music you know oh I started gosh. playing piano when I was four started singing when I was four and then I think maybe that by the time I was like six or seven I'm like yeah I'm gonna do this for the rest of my wow, life wow <laughs> that's and did your family agree like they kind yeah, of they and they were, totally were all for about it. it they were so for it wow. like they knew at a young age that like I was gonna the, do music and they were like oh she's she has a, a talent in it and, you know like hopefully she'll want to see this through into her adult life and and they saw me through it to my adult that, life. So did you start, um, you're probably about to get there, but it, like as I'm asking you this, but did you start when you were young performing for group, like for, for at, at not bars when you're six, I guess, but like did you start yeah. performing at that age or? No, so when I was younger, I mean, I did like piano recitals. Okay, got it, and got like it. Like the, the basic like children's choir right. and different things like that. I didn't start performing in bars and jazz clubs until I was about, 13 or 14 oh but still young still young yeah yeah wow. I had to lie about my age to get into some of them what and my you... parents were totally about it. they were about it <laughs> did they you have a fake care. ID or no did... I didn't have a fake ID but I would just like dress older like I've always kind of looked a little bit older yeah. for my age so I would just like wear did you like say you were like did you have to be 18 or something 17 or? yeah I was like 17 That's or 18 and I would just so tell them I was that funny. age so you started <laughs> performing in like in bars at 14. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's amazing. So yeah. since then, what's happened? Since then, um, I've basically done that all in Houston. Okay. And so now I have basically one of the greatest jobs you could ever ask for. I work for this um, booking company out of Las Vegas um, mm-hmm. called Steve Byer Productions. And basically they they do most of like all of the um, entertainment for Tillman Fertitta and like for the Rockets oh. and for all of his lounges and, and restaurants, restaurants yeah. different things like that. So basically any entertainment they need, they hire me for it. And so me and a group of other musicians from Houston, I've, I've traveled to California to play for them. I've gone to 
um, Phoenix, Las wow. Vegas. So it, it's the coolest job ever. And I, yeah. I work at night for a few hours. And so it's able to like work at night at, at, at these you, restaurants at these restaurants or, or the it, lounges got it, got or like if there's oh, private for, events, different wow, things like, like that. Most nights of the week or it depends. Yeah, usually like what? four or five nights a week. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So you, you were also in a band. You started a band, right? A while yeah, ago. I started a band with my brother, with your brother. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you've decided not to do that. I was such a bitch. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to work with her anymore. <laughs> I, I didn't want to work with myself. Like oh, I oh, was okay, okay. so egotistical. Yeah. I thought I was the hottest shit. Like, so and I was funny. working with my brother too. Yeah. And my brother and I are very strong personalities mm-hmm. and we have very different working styles. Yeah. And I, now that I'm an, an adult, yeah. I can look back at that and be like, was it a while ago? When was, yeah, band? this was maybe like four years oh, ago. Okay, okay. I started it. it. We started it when we were like, seniors in high school oh okay okay yeah, yeah. so we, we played like acl one year we we were doing good i mean wow. we were playing like college shows different things like that yeah. traveling all over the texas area to and then play and then so at like four years or whenever that was is that yeah. when you started going out on your own or at what point yes yeah so we quit the band or we stopped the band because it was just too much tension too much fighting all the time mm-hmm. mostly because of me mostly because of the members you know just it was a bunch of drama a bunch of people who think that they're too good yeah we all had egos and that's what happens when you're a musician and you're a teenager i'm sure (laughs) you prefer being on your own now like this is much more your speed yes 100 because i uh, i like being my own boss i was gonna say i mean i'm not in the music industry but even my own stuff i'm like i like doing my thing (laughs) yeah i i hate i feel wrong for saying that but no. also, at the same time I, I just like doing my own thing yeah I like it being works my own for boss. you yeah that's so okay so now do you tell everyone about like what you're currently doing in terms of like where they can hear you sing like right now I guess at yeah. these restaurants and yeah mostly so okay. I, I mostly play um at Mastro's in the Galleria area Vic and Anthony's mm-hmm. Um, in the downtown area, mm-hmm. and then this new lounge in the woodlands on the top of the West End called oh, cool. Como Social Club. They're awesome. all really, all really awesome. That's I love cool. playing at these places. Um, in terms of just me with my solo music, yeah. I um, I'm going to be playing the River Revival Festival in New so Brunfels cool. this September, awesome. which I'm so excited that about. That is awesome. Um, I'm going to be playing at Axelrad in august like here in right here in houston the bar the beer garden yeah. oh the awesome. beer garden cool. my first time playing there actually awesome. i've never done that before oh that's really cool <laughs> and then do you have a cd a single and what does an ep stand for by the way is it pathetic i don't know hey it's an electronic wow i should know oh, this oh, i no, but it's electronic, it means a single right it means like uh, an ep is like a collection of singles leading oh. to the album basically okay so whenever i because you you have an EP. Am I yes. saying this right? You yeah, had, that's yeah. what I have you an have. EP out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that means okay. So I always thought an EP. I actually didn't know what it was. And so when I see EP anywhere, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> does it, does that mean a single? So it means multiple. Yeah, singles. it could be like these are the singles that we're trying to push to make radio. So you have an album. You have a seed or not? Not yet. Not, not okay, yet. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. An EP. I have an EP that I released. Got it. Years ago. Right. Like two and a half years right. ago. And then right now, I'm. It's kind of hard to explain. Man, I'm making other, this like s- this whole system so complicated. But <laughs> I'm, I'm releasing a single every month to the album, and then that'll be the whole album. The album's only seven songs. Oh my god! That wait, did you already release a song? Uh-huh. Or how many songs have you released? Only one. Only one. So, That's what I thought. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Think the it was second whole... one is going to be in two weeks. Oh, this is cool. I know. I love how you're doing that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so leading up, to, I mean, not leading up to, you're still obviously like hustling like you know making this whole music career happen you're young what so far aside from because I know you said working with your brother and like the kind of egos of teenagers but I guess as you've been out on your own what's been like one of the hardest things like the most challenging has it been getting your music into the right people's hands has it Mm -hmm. been dealing with bitchy producer I have no idea but like what what would what's been like so the most challenging for you yeah oh that's or just as a musician in general yeah um Uh, the most challenging thing, the great thing about this job that I have with this booking company in Vegas is that it is able to provide so well that it not only helps me with my living expenses, but it has basically funded this entire record. Oh my God. Including music videos and everything that on top of just me getting my own private events, different things like that. But with that being said, 
it's very easy to kind of slip into comfortability yeah. and just be like, oh, I'm making so much money doing this. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe the push doesn't need to be as hard. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't need to No, that. No, the push should always be. In fact, so many musicians will tell you, like, yeah. when you take the comfortability out of your life, that's when you start pushing the hardest. 100%. And I, I feel like I don't want to lose that income right now right. to push that hard because that is the reason why I'm able to even fund these projects yeah, in the exactly. first place. But at the same time, it's just like, you can't get complacent and just, yeah, it's, not, it's a constant struggle of me yeah. being like, do not become complacent. Yeah, so that's I'm not challenge. allowed to. And so you have to constantly like remind yourself of that and be thinking of that mm-hmm. because you are in a cushy situation yeah. that you love too. So that yeah, you which I love. <laughs> right. So it'd be easier if you like hated it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So that, that, that would be challenging. So what's like your favorite part? Is it like meeting fans, people that follow you? Is it just being on stage? Like what's your absolute favorite part about singing? I love, um, I love being in the studio. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Like over performing live. Over performing live. Yeah. Cool. Because that's that... where the magic happens, I think. It's yeah. very personal. Like this last song that I just did that's coming out in two weeks. Yeah. I was in this little booth. There's a window to where my producer can look mm. in and see me singing. And I told him, I'm like, don't look in. Oh. Because there's so many times where I'm using my body to fully like express what I'm right. feeling sometimes I might even be crying sometimes I might even be making like these crazy faces so you don't want anyone looking like you just want to feel it and be I want to feel it and yeah. be in it without any pressure of like did you catch a glimpse of that like did you see what I like, wow. you so know just, what I mean? do you have your producer like literally look away or just not no be, I just have him like scooch a little bit back you just in don't want to see him. Right, I, I right, just don't right. want to see him you that's, know wow that's so being in the studio would be your favorite I love it yeah because then you're working with the musicians and yeah. I love the musicians I'm working with that's my producer awesome. Travis Thompson's just a, a little genius uh, and then my um one of my recording engineers josh moore i mean he just worked with leon bridges in nashville oh my gosh. on one of his projects i mean like the people i'm working with are and, are geniuses yeah and, like, you, and did you connect with them all through your current job or just through just life through and random and, yeah, like yeah. connections wow. yeah just through people i already knew through the last band yeah, or people yeah. i know through now it's, right yeah um what about well, i think i i think i read it somewhere you opened for jordan sparks am i making this up yeah you opened for I jordan did. sparks i love her me too was that awesome was that for a concert she did it or? was for a human trafficking awareness event wow. yeah That's she was so like cool. the main the main awesome. artist and then i opened for her that's so neat where's that like yeah. that's been awesome it was it was amazing jordan is is so cool she's talented yeah she's i mean i literally know her from american idol like yeah. i that did you ever audition for any of those kind of shows i or auditioned did, for the voice one time did you i, I tried to never really say that <laughs> <laughs> i try to keep that under no, wraps i love that you did that's yeah. awesome i didn't really watch the voice or i don't watch the voice but american idol i always got sucked into yeah but i i don't know anyone i, I do like audition. american idol over the voice Maybe do you? I shouldn't say that but uh, <laughs> oh, I don't care yeah. <laughs> <They're not listening. laughs> uh, so okay so what in terms of your in terms of how you would describe your music or who who let's first say who's an inspiration in terms of another artist out there who would you say is your biggest inspiration musically um oh I think I just gulped in the microphone did you it's okay I can cut that and if not okay. everyone everyone pretend you're drinking <laughs> champagne with us <laughs> oh man biggest inspiration that's probably hard. <laughs> I know. Can I list more than one? Oh my God, yes. Okay. Go, girl. <laughs> Amy Winehouse. Mm. Of course. Um, Ella Fitzgerald. Raphael Sadiq. Uh, Leon Bridges and John Mayer. That's a good like, list. I love, yeah, they're all kind of similar. Yeah. But way different. But way different. Yeah. Because you, like, to describe your music, well, tell me if I'm getting it sort of correct. It's, it's kind of... Um, I'm really bad at describing shit, especially music. So, but like kind of um, soulful, not so jazzy soul meets southern. Okay, you just it's, tell us. It's, <laughs> you, was you was just I on the right? Was it on the right yeah, track? Yeah, you were. You it's were. like jazzy. It's like I call it soul. jazz pop. Jazz pop. Okay, that that would have been or easier. Or soul pop. Soul pop. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But okay. So all the words I said were right. Like yeah. jazzy soul, yeah. a little southern, not like country but like so there's a southern yeah i mean you're from the it's, south right? it's slight yeah <laughs> slight slight yeah yeah okay so the, guys you got it right describing music ding, and ding, shit ding. so <laughs> in terms of this industry because i not 
clearly not in this industry, far from being in this industry, but how is it in terms of relationships and dating? And is it hard dating as a musician? Is Have you met some awesome people that oh way? Oh my gosh. Is it super challenging? Like it's the worst. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to like say, but I'm like, I think I've heard, but not, I mean, tell us about it. Well, I've never, I, I don't really date people in the industry. Okay. So the only hardship that I've seen in dating is that because I'm always on a platform and because I'm always like in the spotlight and yeah. stuff like that, men feel so emasculated mm. by it. It has been so hard for me really? to meet men that are, are completely unfazed by my career or the fact that I'm like giving interviews in Washington or giving interviews to people right. like you and right. just like, yeah, like she's feel, just kicking um, ass. She's doing like her thing. Inferior, like they feel like not threatened, but not good enough or I don't, I don't even know. Like, they, I don't even know what it is. It, but I it think just, maybe huh. it's a mix of just, yeah. Feeling inferior yeah. or not good enough or like, or like I'm always going to be kind of a bigger personality, mm. which in, in, in real life, I'm actually not a big personality. I feel like I just have to be like that because when you're on stage and yeah, because of my career, yeah. but like no one, scratches the surface enough to see that part and then when they do see that part they're still like yeah but then there's this other stuff like like you're you know your on stage personality and the fact that you're always giving interviews and you're Mm. always writing this music about your personal life and stuff sometimes it's like like too much for some guys it's too much for a lot of guys (laughs) so do you think if you dated within the industry that would be easier in terms of them understanding it maybe i've never even thought of that i've never even I've, I've never even thought about dating yeah. anyone in the industry. Like you never have dated anyone in, in no. the industry. No. Cause that's, I've only had one boyfriend. Oh, okay. Was yeah, it yeah. long-term? It was like two years. Okay. So that like one serious boyfriend and yeah. that was the reason. I was a late bloomer. For you. That's <laughs> it better, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did, did that relationship come to an end due to your profession? Was that like why that you don't have to like give all the details? No. But, okay. That wasn't. I know reason. that. Um, I, I did get little hints of my ex feeling emasculated by my career. Yeah. But that wasn't the main reason. I think it was it was that and a whole lot of other things. I mean, it yeah. was just like uh, that 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 relationship was completely I should never have. That was two like years. Like it wasn't but, it wasn't right from the start. It wasn't right from the start. OK. And I should have because it was my first relationship. I yeah, didn't you know I was naive. Yeah. I got sucked Who into isn't? it. I mean, yeah, that's true. The, and so when it ended, um, it was a mutual ending. Oh no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I was so in love with this guy. Mm. I was like ready to marry him. I had money in my savings for our wedding. Like, uh. and like just one day he was just like, I'm not in love with you. Just like that. Shit. Heartbreak <laughs> sex. Was it, how was, how was your experience going through that? I mean, heartbreak's never easy. It was the worst it's thing. the worst thing in the world. It yeah. was so bad. Cause I, I think that whole two years is almost a blur because yeah. I, I lost all sense of who I was. I've always been this really strong, confident woman, mm-hmm. always very sure of myself, never had body negativity. Yeah. And that relationship like stole all of that from me. Like I feel like I became this not confident, like my whole career, my whole life became about what can I do to make you happy? Mm, like and it was a very, oh, and... always trying to please him. Yeah. And just like, but it sounds like that's a, that's, like a, a typical, not in a bad way, but first relationship. Like oh, that's yeah. kind of like, I yeah, was yeah. There, like who hasn't done that, but it's hard. Yeah. No, it was, it's, it was lesson learned. That yep, was my first yep, relationship. Yep. Things that girls are probably learning like way in their teens right, or early twenties. Right, I learned yeah. later in my mid twenties. Okay. And but at so, least it wasn't in like your mid seventies. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know at least what? You You're learned. right. <laughs> I didn't know what age to go without like offending anyone because I'm not trying to, but I was like, I'll just go 70. 70, that's old enough, right? No one's old enough. But but it's hard. But so how did you like, what advice would you give to someone going through a similar situation right now in terms of a breakup? Like, I like to me, it like my really bad breakup. It's like, it's like a death. You're like mourning the loss. It sucks. Like what, how did you get through it? I oh my gosh I know it's like so, oh. <laughs> so where do I where's right. my phone where's yeah. my list we'll get another bottle of champagne <laughs> um well my advice for any other woman that's going through this yeah. especially young women yeah is 
my ex was very unappreciative of of me and what I did yeah. for him. And I, I there's no reason why a strong woman should be in a position where she feels like that. And yeah. so my advice would be set the standard from the beginning. Mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. ever let it get to that point. Cause once you get, let it get to that point, it's too late. You're probably in late. love with him. Mm-hmm. He's probably known how to manipulate the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, don't ever allow a man to make, to let you feel that way about yourself. That's complete but bullshit. But you almost need to like catch it before it's too late. So catch it have early those on. conversations yeah. or, right. Catch it's it hard early though on. to catch it early on. Cause you're kind of like, I feel like at the beginning, it's that honeymoon phase, the sparks that it's like, you're blinded by that. Yeah. It's hard. It is. But like, did you, so when you were going through the breakup, like d- were your friends there for you? Or did you need to be alone? Like what was your thing day to day? It was to help? phases. I yeah. mean, like sometimes I wanted to be alone. I took a lot of solo trips. Yeah. I took some good. of my savings from the yeah, wedding yeah, and I was as just you like, should. yeah, I'm going to go on these trips. I went to Alaska. Mm-hmm. I went to Australia. I went to Vancouver. I went all over the place. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to learn how to be alone and mm-hmm. what's a good way to expedite this process. Oh, go on a trip go alone. Go on a trip. You know? I, totally. And um, yeah, I, was, I got on dating apps while you I was did. on okay, these so trips. Okay, so let's talk about it. So what apps <laughs> were you on slash are you on them now? No, I'm not on them not now. Not on them now. Okay. I had, I made a promise to myself. I was only going to get on dating apps while I was on these trips. Oh. Yeah. Just a way to meet people while Just you're away. Just a way to meet people and a way to learn how to date again without mm. feeling guilty for. Right dating other men and you know like yeah. my, re- my relationship being over you know right right so i was on bumble okay. and like alaska and i went on two dates with the same guy That's so actually fun. super great guy i mean he didn't pressure me for sex didn't pressure wow. me for anything i mean it was would it, it have continued so or you weren't looking for a relationship like i you wasn't were looking for a right, relationship right. and the guys that i had been on dates with they all knew that they Ooh. all knew like she's she's here in town just like um, meet and yeah. hang out. That's cool. It was awesome. So you're not on apps right now or any. No. Are you dating anyone right now? I'm not dating are anyone. Are you dating? Like, are you, or you're too busy with like work to even think about it? I'm too of. busy with work to yeah. even think about it. I, um, I've decided to kind of take a little respite from dating yeah, for good. about six months. Okay. It's been six months or you're, you're. No, yeah. I started this a month ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're on month one. We're on we're, month we one. We have five more months to go or so. Yeah. I mean, what? until the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, that. So you're, so, but like, let's say Mr. Right or Mr. Perfect or whatever the fuck you want to call him comes by. Are you going to really say, I cannot. He's going to have to wait. Wow. I'm setting that standard high, Julie. I love that. <laughs> I'm setting it high. That's so <laughs> from the beginning. It, no matter who the guy is, it doesn't like, matter. Right now, you're not focusing on that. But come the end of the year, if he's still around, and maybe. yeah, if he's serious about it, he'll wait. He'll or wait. He'll he'll, he'll come wait back or something. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. Yeah. And it, you're, are you doing that just because you you just needed like a break from it? And I'm you, just so happy where I'm at okay. right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I just I don't. I'm happy where I am with music. Yeah. I'm happy where I am with my family. Right. With my like, why my rock really, the boat? I yeah, right? yeah. I don't want anything to take away from that right so now. So end of the year, okay. And you yeah. think like you'll like you really think you'll stick to that? Is it like a willpower thing? Like are it you is just, a willpower yeah. thing. It's probably a good thing I'm saying this on a podcast so I can <laughs> yeah, listen yeah, to this back later and be like, this is public information. Right. right. Now. <laughs> Gonna be held accountable. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. wow. I love that. And so are most of your friends, so you're 26, are most of your friends dating, married, single, babies? Like what's the status of your 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 peers, Definitely your friends? dating or married. Okay. Um, a few are married with kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is Texas. I know. I was just going to say, I <laughs> literally on my last like my last podcast or two times ago, we talked about how in the South, because I've lived all over and yeah. in the South, it's like you get engaged, a year later married, a year later, you're probably getting pregnant, you know, Girl, and yes. there you go and you're like white picket fence, house done, like sign yeah. sealed delivered. But then in New York, totally different. In you know? California, in California it's I'm different. Sure it's so different. Yeah. yeah. So it's People such don't an get married until like their mid 30s. Which that's how I was yeah. raised. Like yeah. I didn't really want to get married yeah. to my mid thirties. No, that's so, so hey, so you're you're good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm above the curve right you now. Are, like, you are. You are. I'm above you know schedule. Because nope, all my well, not all my friends, but most of my good friends have. I mean, I'm 33, but they're mostly like with child or two yeah. or having another. Yeah. And like my husband, I don't even know if we want kids, but it's just interesting. Again, I spoke about this again recently with someone on the podcast. Like just seeing the differences between each stage of life, like. 
from when you're single and all your friends are single to then when you're dating and they're single or vice versa, then when you're married or they're not, I mean, it's yeah. interesting how friendships like ebbs and flows and everything. Yeah. So, okay. So, but right now everything's working for you. So. Everything's working. So I don't want to rock the boat. We're not rocking no the boat. No picket fence yet. No picket fence. Wait, so good. This is me a great transition. So speaking of fences, cause I wanted to get to this next because okay. it reminds me of Last season of The Bachelor, when Colton jumped a fence, you said you're currently what? That was a really good segue, guys. Just Great everyone segue. take a minute oh, and man. think about the fence. So you can't see you, me right now. I'm applauding on applauding. my chest. She's applauding. On my chest. <laughs> and pour more wine as we applaud. Oh, yes. yes. Do you yes, want to yes, pour yes. me too while you're going yes, for a while? Okay. So thank you. So I do have um, a little tip while I'm pouring this. Oh, did give you the know tip. that it's it's actually tradition? I think it's in Japanese culture that if you're drinking sake, it's inappropriate to let someone's glass get empty. You have, I didn't know you have that. to watch it and make sure it's always I full. I knew it's a tradition you pour someone else's sake. I didn't yeah. know about the empty. Oh, you need more though, girl. Your glass is, oh, she yeah. like poured herself and I think got confused <laughs> at the, I don't know what's going on there. I was afraid of the foam. Just leave it right here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So you're current, speaking of Bachelor, blah, blah, blah. So you're currently watching The Bachelorette. This is the worst obsession I've ever been a part it's of. It's bad, yes. right? It's bad, but I can't stop. So I you've never stop. watched up until never this season. Never watched until this season my roommate Elise got me into it Elise it's all your fault yeah I'm, I'm mentioning her name on this podcast <laughs> so she knows if I ever end up in my living room like and no one can find me just just look up Elise she'll know so, where to find me so are you watching uh <clears throat> excuse me watching old episodes and seasons or you're just nope, into okay just this season okay so first thoughts on Hannah oh gosh <laughs> I don't like her you don't okay no. why I think, um, oh man, she, I, I feel like, I don't know what I'm going to get in trouble for saying it's, on this I don't thing. think she's listening to the podcast, oh, man. but okay. if she is, but you're, but you're explaining why I'm sure there's a valid yeah, reason. Yeah. So I just haven't, and I'm sure I don't know her personally. So obviously you only I'm know not what's portrayed on TV. I which, only know what's right. portrayed on TV. Yeah. And I know how TV works and I know yeah. they, the producers want good. Oh yeah. Good drama. Right. Yes, exactly. I, I. Maybe I'm not the right person to watch Bachelor or Bachelorette in general, but I always have an issue with women who it seems like the whole foundation of their worth or their value is put in what another man thinks of them mm. or what multiple men think of them. And I just feel like consistently on this on this season, it yeah. seems like she's always falling for the men who are the most like... I'm I'm gonna do the craziest biggest like thing Luke for P. you, which is why Luke P is still fucking on the How show. Is he still around? I don't know. I don't know why I'm still watching this show with I, Luke I don't P. Either. On it. I mean, I've been watching it for years. I don't know why I'm at. I mean, I would just I'm obsessed. So what? So like, um, not yeah, Luke P. So Luke P. At the very beginning, I liked him because I didn't know all this shit, and I'm like, <laughs> he's good looking. They have good sexual chemistry. Like yeah. this is good. And then he showed his true colors. Why do you think? She, like at first, I'm like, the producers are making her hang on to him for good drama TV. Yeah, she brought him to hometown. I mean, like, why is she still hanging on to him? I, I, it's hard for me to say. I don't know if it's the producers at this point. It can't be at the final four. I don't I know. I mean, you never know, though. You don't know. We don't know. That's true. But maybe she sees something in him that they're not showing us on TV. Like, yeah. I mean, she's also young. And Luke P is also very young. How old is she? I think she's like 24 or 25. And he's 24 or something. Yeah. They're both but, young. But if and I hear so, that shower story again, how he saw the light of day or something. Oh like, it's, man, I just. Don't get so me started So who are your frontrunners? I'm sure we have the same ones. Well, there's only four. So who's I your. I love Pete. He's he's amazing, but I also love um Tyler. Tyler. Is it Tyler? Tyler, yeah. Luke or sorry, the two not, of them. Or, no, no, not, no, Luke. not Luke. Bad, not Pete Luke. And Tyler. I mean, yeah. Are they not? But then I'm like, one of them I don't want to win because I want them to be the bachelor. I think Pete's gonna be the bachelor. You think so? Yeah. He's such a good guy. But Tyler, his body, I just wanna And he's just like he's what. so man. Like he's, he's so he man. just always makes sure to take care of her. Which that, Pete also yeah. does too. I, know, I, love, I love that them he, both. anytime she brings up anything with Luke. He diverges it very quickly. He's yes, like, nope, I'm not yes, here to talk about yes, Luke. I'm yes. here to talk about you. And that's why I, I like Pete. That. It's go Pete. And go Pete. I, I think he is the front runner right now. But between Pete and Tyler, like it, I was I was on Twitter last night. Everyone was Pete and Tyler. Jed, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't hear this. What do you I guess think he about the girlfriend. Jed? I didn't know. I don't know Jed's any about family, that drama. Oh my yeah. gosh. You made me feel uncomfortable. Like I know. His, they were so nasty. And granted, the producers could have just showed that. Yeah. They were not nice. 
Well, you could, you could already tell though, even if, even without the producer's work, the mom and the sister were very uncomfortable with her being, and you know, maybe they liked the last girlfriend. Maybe they liked Jed's girlfriend. That's what I was reading too. But then I'm like, if I were Hannah, I would have gotten rid of Jed because of the family, but hands down, like without knowing about the girlfriend, like, I don't think I could have gone forward with Jed. God, they're so, so who do you think she's going to end up with? I think she's going to end up. don't say, but you don't know for sure. No, I don't know for sure. I think she's going to end up with Tyler. You do, yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't think Tyler's awesome, but I don't think he's bachelor material. I think Pete's more bachelor. But you don't—they're they're not going to tell her who she can end up with. Well, like, obviously, yeah. Oh, you think they can? I just—you think they can? No, 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 no. No, but like, it, but oh, but you're saying that you still think she would pick? Like, what if she picks Pete? Like, oh, well, we don't know. I don't know because like it's not like they're saying, well, we want Pete as the bachelor, so you better pick Tyler, right? Like, yeah, I still I don't think know. I'm really when invested. I watch the chemistry between Tyler and yeah. Pete. I think she has more chemistry with Tyler than Pete. Like there's more Definitely like sexual chemistry. I see. Yeah. And if she already has Luke P on this long because of their sexual chemistry and she kind of has Correct. more, she has best of both worlds with Tyler where yes. like, she's like always referred to Pete as like, like a bear or like, you know, like a puppy dog. You. you know what I mean? Like I agree. I just, Hannah's a woman. It, Hannah likes sex. I mean, she said it herself. Her, she right? had sex in a windmill. I twice. Love it. It's so, Jed though, right? Cause the windmill was I have Jed's no idea. date. Oh, we don't know. No, we don't know that yet either. Know. We'll find out. I'm sure. We'll like find women out probably next episode. Men. But I can't wait for the episode where I think it's next episode where she's like, I've had sex and <laughs> Jesus still loves me. Like, I'm just like, go girl. I just go. love how Get she's it. like, I've had sex in a windmill. And then she's like, and we did it twice. twice. <laughs> I see that. I love about her. Like, I actually yeah. think that's anyway. Okay. So now that we've gone down that rabbit hole, so are you going to, you're not going to watch any other, like you have no interest in watching old seasons. Not really. And do you think you'll watch The Bachelor? Yeah. Okay. So I'll now you're in. I'll probably watch The Island thing. What is it called? Fantasy Island? Oh, um, uh, fuck. Uh, 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 Bachelor in Paradise. Oh Where they're in Mexico. Gosh. I think that starts in a couple weeks. I know. I love I'm all this shit. Now. I'm just like. And I don't really watch a lot of reality TV, but I am hooked. Mm-hmm. This and Below Deck on Bravo. But that's it. Like, do you watch Below Deck? Oh, it's a good one. It's no, like they're I on a yacht. Oh, it's so good. But, um. I had an idea for you. I mean, not now, maybe in six months. Could we like get you on the bachelorette or bachelor? Like you're so cute and like, what is wrong with you? You won't do it. (laughs) You know what I will do though. What? Me and my roommate have a very elaborate plan for this. What? We want, you know how sometimes when the bachelor and the bachelorettes are all on these dates and there's like live music playing in the background. That's an idea. Girlfriend. How are you going to get that? I'm going to play some sort of romantic song and it's going to, everyone's going to be tweeting. Who's this Madeline Efforts character? I love that. You're like, I actually don't care about the love, but I do want my (laughs) shit to be in the show. I'm like, go girl. (laughs) Yes. Priorities. But you could easily, like, you know how they have people are, are you talking about like on the show on the stage yeah. or like or are you talking just in the background of a scene well either like uh, I could on totally the stage see you doing or one like, of the romantic they did that with jed i think on they, one date like there's yeah. a country yeah, singer yeah, yeah, on yeah. stage oh, I could see you doing it and now like me and my roommate we looked up that i forget what his name is but is he we looked well? him up on instagram he has like a million followers now on instagram you think it's, it has to be because of that bachelor nation is the most devoted fan group they are i've ever seen opinionated so kinda, and devoted yeah like if you the, can get in that circle. It's true. I know that's the thing, but now they've like, I think way back it was a little different, but now if you've been on The Bachelorette, then you're a contender for The Bachelor and Vice. Like they don't pick people oh, yeah. outside of The Bachelor world, but for right. the singers, I'm sure, of course they do. Oh yeah. But so you don't think you would ever be on the show though, like as a contestant or a- Girl, I, I would definitely go off like the first night. I would just want to be a part I'm of that. I'm so sarcastic. I'm a Jed. I would go on that show <laughs> to get for famous. the exposure. That's what I And said I would be very honest with The Bachelor. I'd be like, I'm just going to be real with you. Yeah. I'm here because of my music career. Right. I well, mean, you're kind of cute you, though. Right, you're cute. Like, <laughs> sure, if this goes anywhere, but I don't really yeah. care. I had, there's been two, not The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but two people that had been on the shows that have been on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I, uh, actually, I think both of them have the same answer. And it was about, did you go on, uh, something about like, did you go on to further your brand or career? And one of them said back, well, why wouldn't you? Like, who wouldn't go on to, I mean, yes, great. If you find love as well, wonderful. Yeah. But I would, and I think I said back like, yeah, I'd go on to promote my podcast. Yeah. Even the people I mean, married, who but, don't have a podcast who aren't in music, they still, something? when you're on that show, you become Instagram influencer. You become that status. And, you and then you're tummy tea and fucking yes. like, Hog, or what is um, it? Not hog and dogs. What is the ice uh, cream that's always uh, on hair, there? Ha, ha, Halo. Uh, Halo. And Halo uh, top, there's yeah. something else that's a big one. Oh, like fresh mark or fresh direct. Like all those shit that yeah. they sell and everyone's buying it. And I'm not, but like they make really good money. Yeah. Which is the problem. Like, once you are on The Bachelor, yes. you are living a comfortable life. Yes. And that's if you're like, a okay, how do I get on? But if I'm married, like I don't want to be on the show to meet someone. I just want to be on to like. <laughs> 
I mean, Jed yeah, did hashtag it. no filter out there. Jed, Jed did it. Jed so. did it. <laughs> Although he's in the end, like to the front. I, I know. God, I have so many feelings on this. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> off The Bachelorette, because for those that don't follow, they've probably already tuned out. So tune back in. Um, okay. So tell someone a piece of advice for someone who wants to break into the music industry. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yes. Learn a little bit of everything. Be a jack of all trades. So mm. I, I think I'm good at music. Okay. I think I'm even better at marketing. So when I went to school, when I went to University of Houston, I started in music and well, when I started my whole college career, I started in music and then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not saying that I know everything in music. Obviously, there's a lot more to learn, but I know the way the industry is now with social media. People Mm -hmm. aren't even signing to labels anymore. People are just using Instagram and like their own streaming to like become big. I was like, you know what I really need to learn? I need to learn business i need to learn marketing i need to learn um social networking i need to learn all of these other things because the music isn't the most important thing anymore so i just knew like as long as i'm staying true to learning and pushing myself in music as much as i can i need to be learning the business side and so if you're gonna try to break into the music industry at all you need to know something about business so i i'm majored in advertising i minored in law oh so i i know something about something, something you know, you know <laughs> what is it a little bit about everything a little bit in about terms everything of what yeah. in the industry wow yeah so so do you know how like obviously you don't you said you had a producer but could you like produce your own music oh like, i do you, produce my own oh, music you do produce it yeah, yeah. sorry so my so producer he is a co-producer okay but until it. i worked with him i was actually producing all of my own music and i still oh. am producing all of my own music but i brought him in to kind of help me with the process got it, since got i'm got it. also but directing like you, my own music you videos can literally and do every like you can direct you direct yeah. your own music mm-hmm. videos you do what like do you style them in terms of yeah fun? so you do it all like so you I literally have all. a jack of all trades <laughs> yeah. that's amazing are most musicians like that no no they're not which is which is fine because well, they have to outsource of, it all they have to they have to outsource and i'm i told you i like being the I like being my own boss. I was just going to say, and yeah. it works for you, though. Like, yeah, you and it works. And, so that, that's busy. Like, you can't sleep. No, right. I I don't sleep. Do you not? Are you writing music oh, all the time? Man. If I'm not writing music, then I'm responding to people on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I'm sending music to playlists on Spotify. Like, there is, like, no rest for So do you have an assistant? Wicked. Like, do you have someone that works for you? I have... Well, I have Mad Meg creative. Well, of course, yeah, Mad yeah. Meg. We're Mad in Mad Meg's Meg. office right now. <laughs> so you have, right, of course, that they're helping they with help. PR. Oh my gosh, that has taken such a weight off my, my shoulders. Like, because I, I came in here and I was like, whatever I need to do to budget um, help for this. Yes. Because when you're writing the music, producing the music, making the music videos, <laughs> pushing the music, doing all this stuff, I'm just like, I need help. Yeah. I need help. Yeah. With you ha- the- and, and sometimes you, even if you can do it, like you are capable of doing it, but yeah. You, you, there literally aren't enough hours yeah. in a day and you have to There's outsource not. at some and point. And I did have to put down my pride a little bit because I am one of those mm. people like, if I can do it all, why not do it all? But yeah. I was, yeah. everything else Everything else was kind of suffering mm-hmm. because I was putting my hand in so many hats. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So once I kind of like helped or got um, Mad Meg Creative yeah. to help me in terms of like, media and public relations then i was able to spend way more time on what you sh- really need to be spending the yeah, time on which right? is the, music the music and the music videos. that's what you're doing right yeah. that's wow that's but you know how to do it all at the end of the day so that's at the end of the neat. day let's get real let's get real like she <laughs> wants to be doing it all but she needs to sleep at I least do, two hours yeah. or something at least two hours right i feel like that's yes. reasonable <laughs> so do you think someone who didn't start in the music world young like when you did but like started now let's say they're I mean it's still young but not like at 10 years old but like 25 or 30 can is there like a chance for them to be successful like do you feel the industry is I mean I know it's a saturated industry but like it can they can they be successful like yeah, do you think they can make it there's two answers to that because you have those people who are overnight successes mm-hmm. but there's no such thing as an overnight success because Usually what has happened is like, um, who, who's that guy? Um, he sings the Spider-Man song. Oh man, you can definitely tell I've been drinking too was much he, champagne. Was he, um, like a YouTube, someone who was found on YouTube, one of those people? Um, not Riff Raff. I mean, I could Google of? it. What am I Googling? A, 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 da, 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 da. Sunflower. Um, what's his name? Oh, dang it. Post Sing. Malone. Post Malone. Oh, yes. Look at me. Yes. Look at me. Two. I'm so proud of you. Killing it. 
<laughs> you're you're I really killing know, it. Because because I know Post Malone started on like someone's couch and like there's a yeah. whole story about him. Right? Post Malone literally uploaded a song to SoundCloud, not even Spotify or anything. SoundCloud, and went to sleep and woke up the next morning and it had like thousands, but if not how? millions. Just because the right playlist picked it up or the right person saw it. So and there's that, luck that's all it there. takes. But at the same time, Post Malone was working for ten years. Right. You so know, it's same same with me. Success. Yeah. Like it could be the same for me. It could be right. the same for anyone. Like I've I've I told you I've been working and, and producing and recording and working in bars and whatever Forever. since I was thirteen. Right. Yeah. Over so years. like um yeah, it, it could be an overnight success. Like I posted this new video that I have coming right. out. And, and the next day the next wake morning, up to, yeah, to a million views. But it's not like you literally started singing the day before. You've been singing for over 20 years. I mean, like, yeah. so it's not an overnight success, yeah. technically. There's but, no such thing as that. So so someone entering the industry later in life, let's say, yeah. can they like can they make it? I think so. Even though I just kind of contradicted myself because I was like, <laughs> it's, okay. it's like you can be an overnight success, but it does take 10 years. Mm. No, um, they can still make it, though. They can and, still and make it because this is a crazy new mm. industry that we're in. Labels are almost irrelevant now. Now, oh, oh now, new industry, meaning the music industry the is just music totally industry, different. Yeah. yeah, because of social media. Right. Because of the way streaming is on Spotify, on Apple Music, it it is it created a whole new world for music to where it's made the label irrelevant. And now That's labels wild. are just they're not wanting to sign you as an artist on their label anymore because artists are now realizing like, no, I'm not going to have you own all of my music. Okay, well, and, and then they have to give a percentage, a yeah, huge percent, a right? huge percentage like the artists own almost nothing i was signed to a label one time and and they still own all of my music you know for like that music, taylor swift situation going down more like a, a kesha situation if you catch my drift with that <laughs> i don't know if i'm catching so, it drift this way tell me <laughs> wait what so basically this label they they own all of my previous music from my last ep Ooh. i had to get out of the label because of an assault and there's <gasps> nothing i could do about it like, oh kesha situation in that regard oh yes oh there was like like Yes, physical something or other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst thing. Did but the person go to jail? Like, or- no, it's. I never ended up pressing charges. It was a very like my word against his, and Holy I was shit. really young when it happened, and I was like, I don't really want to go through this anymore than I've already gone through it. Like you didn't want to be reminded of it. No, no, no. Oh, and they still own your music. They still own my music. How? It's just it's crazy. Wait, but how, so how does one? And then we need to go back to that. How does for how does one get their music if they own? How, how mm-hmm. can you get your music back? Or you can't. I Is mean, it something in the contract you signed? And it's something in the contract I signed. Yeah. I was like twenty two, yeah. maybe when I signed it. Um, I mean, to get that music back, I would have to pay thousands of dollars. Um, but it's still your music. I mean, you wrote it, and I did and- write it. I wrote it even before I was even signed on the label. It was music I wrote like years before I even. But met like, if these you were people. to put that music out somewhere, it sold some. Like, they get money. They get the money. You I don't get, get any not, of it? none of it. Not a single dime. Is yeah. that? But is that a similar situation? That only because it's the most recent one I know of the Taylor Swift and whatever that guy is, Scooter Braun or whatever. Yeah, is um, it the same idea where like I don't really know exactly what's going on, but like how he owns her music? I'm like, why can't she just buy the music back? It's not that easy, I guess. Like, it's not that easy. Okay, because yeah. uh, labels, what they like to do, especially like label managers, what they'll do is they'll kind of like track how successful you are, and and based on that, they'll just keep upping the price. So really. If I ever oh. wanted to get that music back, if the more successful I become, the higher that price gets. Because they know if you want to buy this music back, let's say I have now uh, 100,000 followers and right. like, uh, you know, a few thousand streams on Spotify. Right. They know you're worth this much. So oh. the price of this getting your music back is going to keep going up the more successful you get. So it's it's Damn, a very tricky situation. That's the same thing with Taylor, I would imagine. Yeah. You know? So is that why people are, well, among other reasons, I guess, not um, signing with labels as much anymore? I mean, also oh, yeah. it's easy to get your stuff out in, in different yeah. ways. But- it, it's, there's so many ways you can push yourself right. into the... It's a little bit harder, obviously. You, like the label right. will always have more connections, but at the end of the day, it's not worth them owning all of your music. There's, wow. there's, there's no... There's no logic that makes that. And is even. there any, what are the the pros or the 
plus side. The, what's the plus side of being a part of a label? I guess you get their just marketing the and their connections. Yeah, yeah of the course. connections. They they're uh, they'll put you on tour. You know, like Got the, it. so. If you do a tour, you have to do it on your own. Or I would have to do it on my own, or they'd put me on tour with somebody. Like if say I sign with a label and. On the label, they have like Ciara. Got it. And they'll be like, okay, we're going to put you on tour opening I for Ciara. See, I see. That's tons of exposure. That's tons right. of, of course. So it's being, you know, yeah. new fans. Right. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm getting a whole bunch of new fans. But if they're going and downloading all of my music, who's getting the money for that? It's not me. It's, not it's you. you. So you do know? you have an agent or an agent would be through a label? That's like, do you do you have one? I or? want an agent. So I'm that's kind of on, obviously separate yeah, yeah, from That's a label kind of one. separate. I've... I've been able to kind of float with that one for right now. Yeah. I, I'm able to use like PR companies like right, Mad right, 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 right. and myself and connections without officially having an agent. Got it. Got it. Um, which has been really great right now, but hopefully in, in the, the near future, I would love to have an like agent. an agent or a manager or something that would kind of put me in touch with the right connections. Right. For sure. Okay. So now in terms of, um, Spotify and all that like I know back in the day like a Napster I you know like all that shit so I know it's Spotify because it's free well no I guess I pay what what is it ten dollars a month are you is it a bad not a bad thing I know like downloads are good for you I'm sure and all that but like are you getting money when someone listens to your music on Spotify or like do you prefer someone to buy it through iTunes I assume you get more through iTunes or um, I have no idea yeah so I get more through oh this chair is very squeaky <laughs> um so you do get a very small percentage on Spotify. Mm. Um, it is better to have your streams go up on Spotify. Right. I, I do get like maybe a little bit more on Apple Music okay, or okay. iTunes, um, but not much more. I mean, like you don't make as much from the music anymore as you Got do it. from like selling merchandise Got and doing it. shows. Shows. Okay. That's where it comes from like the most. people aren't buying cds so you're not getting money that no. way you're, people aren't buying cds no one, anymore right, everyone right. streams now of course so, um so that's not really where the money is like no like keep downloading on spotify that's great right. but like you're not you it, know. it's not where the bulk of the money is Got anymore it. but you can still i mean there's so many opportunities to make a lot of money through I'm streaming sure. services yeah. like itunes and spotify i mean one of my friends he would never sell out a show ever i yeah. mean he's a very small artist but yeah. because his movie or his um his music has been placed in so many things and oh. on so many like playlists and different things like that he's making maybe an extra 20 30k a year because Just he from, has wow. so many streams amazing on, so, on okay, all these so playlists it all right yeah, so it really kind of all yeah. evens out like i mean he might be making that much more from streaming but right. I know that I'm making more from merchandising and right. shows. For example, you know? Right, exactly. So, so it all depends. But yeah. that's crazy how the industry has changed so much. Like you don't even think about it. I mean, if you're not in it, of course, I'm not thinking yeah. about it day to day. But that's crazy to think about. Like Napster was for big. Sure. My disc man, I had a CD. I, I had a disc man I brought everywhere with me. I'm not that old. <laughs> oh but my gosh, you're not that much <laughs> older than me at I know, all. I was going to say, like, not that much older, <laughs> like but like I had years. a disc man. <laughs> I feel like I did too, though. I'm sure you did. Who yeah. didn't? Right? Like, yeah. Let's be real. Um, okay. So now going into my favorite part of the episodes where I ask really fun questions and you have okay. to answer the first thing that comes to mind. They oh, have like God. nothing to do with okay. music. Well, maybe one or two will have to do okay, with music. Okay. Um, but it's just a fun way to round out the episode. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm not ready for this. I know. Julie. Now I'm thinking, where should I start? Okay. If you could have drinks with anyone living or dead, who would it be? <laughs> Can't, I, can't. I love people's faces when I ask this question because they like, shit, I don't know. Think hard. <laughs> Living or dead? Hitler. Why? I mean, no, I've never had that that answer. And I'm like, wow. Okay, why? I'm so intrigued to know. I feel like my mom was a psychologist growing up. Huh. And so I feel like I'm very, very good at reading people. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very self-aware person that yep. I'm also very aware of, of Others. other people. Yeah. Including people who are sociopathic, yeah, who yeah. I th think could fool anyone else just because I've picked up little tendencies mm -hmm, that my mom mm -hmm. has taught me throughout growing up. Even those kinds of things. So I feel like I'd be able to pick up the genuineness of him. Right. And the things that he believes it, uh, believed in. Believed in, right. In, in justifying something as as horrendous as the Holocaust. Right, right. Um, 
I want, I'm truly genuinely curious like on what his the logic fuck was going in through that. His brain. Yeah. Or, or even to prevent things like that from happening right. now. I mean, like there's, there's so many to, to understand what was in his head and like yeah. what could have been done to not let that happen. And yeah, help exactly. That'd be, I've never had that answer. That's so and interesting. And you know, he was probably a really charming guy. I mean, well, I'm sure that's how he, right. Actually, I, I don't, no, if I'm gonna get, I was gonna say, I'm sure that's how he got like people to like be obsessed with him. Oh, for sure. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, he, I feel like every psychopath has a Ted Bundy. Of course, uh, how ness about course, them? Of you course. know, like no one is gonna if you're gonna come off creepy, right. Or like a psychopath, no one's gonna, no one's gonna you. trust you, right? You know. So how? It's so right. I want to see if he like could fool me. I want to get in his mind. I want to get in his yeah. mind. I want to see if yeah. he could fool yeah. me into into um, sympathizing with his logic on that, right. especially with my mom you know, having a Jewish background. It's right, just like, right, I want to know right. if that was And then real, maybe like kick know? him in the balls and throw him oh, yeah, in the lake with like weights on his hands oh, yeah. or something I mean, like that. that. But first, that would let's be get after, his, after, after having a drink. drink. <laughs> we would poison the drink. No, maybe no, I would okay. serve him a few more so, drinks right. before me. Right. You know? Interesting answer. Okay. If there was a movie made about your life, who would play you? Oh my gosh. Zendaya. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay. And what would the movie either be called or like, what would be the premise? Would it be your life story? Would it be... I think it would be my life story. Um, definitely just um, the hard family life that I kind of came out of mm -hmm. and still am trying to come out of today. Um, the assault from the label, Jeez. like just the story of a woman in yeah. the music industry. I think there right. is a very strong story there. I love I love Zendaya and everything yeah. she's ever yeah. done. I would love the movie to be called like... I don't know, Songbird or Nightingale ooh, or something ooh, like I something chills. about like, yeah. Or like, um, light out, which is the name of that single that was, yes, that the label still yes. owns, you know? Oh my, I can't, I want to do like a whole other episode on this assault. Like that. I, I mean, I don't want to like go there now. I know cause it's all like lighthearted, <laughs> but I like want to, I mean, you like yeah. came out on the other end so strong and like, yeah, damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Zendaya. Zendaya. I said Zendaya. Zendaya. I think it's Zendaya. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Right? And then I'm like, you know when you say yeah. something on that? Okay. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so that's who'd play the movie. All right. Now, if there was an airplane outside here, where would you want it to take you? Anywhere in the whole world? Paris. Paris. That was the last girl that had it. So why Paris? Do you just love it there so much? I love it there. Yeah. The jazz culture there is insane. I, it, the, me and my brother would go into jazz clubs and we would start crying <gasps> just because it, oh. we've seen so many different cultures there so many mixed couples so many mixed babies like it, i know that paris has its issues but like it seems like that. such a nirvana mm -hmm. to me and my siblings Aww. who grew up as mixed kids yeah. and loved jazz that was like the perfect place for us would you live there oh 100 oh, yeah yeah oh, i would cool. love to live there one day oh that'd, that'd be cool. amazing that's cool are you kidding me yeah that, right. <laughs> who would say no to that um what is your not favorite song that you've written but in general your favorite song in the world that has to be hard for you. Uh, no, it's, oh, not. it's not. I love I'd Rather Go Blind by Etta James. Oh, oh yeah. like always that's been your. Always. It, it's the saddest song. It's basically talking about how the love of her life is is about is in love and about to be married to somebody else. And there's nothing that she can do right. about it. Like she's just like I would rather she would rather pull out her, her own eyes. eyeballs then watch then him be right. in love with somebody else. It oh. is, it's it's written incredible. Like yeah. the progression of the chords is incredible, and then like oh, you just feel so much pain oh. when you listen to her. She's amazing, like in her voice. Like you oh yeah. Just... Damn. So when you write, this isn't part of this question, this round, but I this quick fire thing. But I just want to know when you write songs, how do you get into them? Do you think is it? Do you think about like past experiences? Um, like what inspires your songwriting? Um, so in the past, I would say what inspired my songwriting is I, I use songwriting as like a journal entry yeah, or a, like a diary. And basically I use it to process what I would, whatever I was going through. So like, for instance, with this past breakup, mm -hmm. I would, in the past, I would be like, you know what? Like this sucks. I'm going to write this song to be like, screw you to my ex. And I'm just going to write like a breakup song. And that's how I would process yeah. that. And now I don't know if it's because I'm older now yeah. or because maybe I've matured a little bit. Right. But now I'm like, no, I'm not going to write a breakup song. There's enough breakup songs in the world. Right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to write a song for women that says, hey, don't ever let a guy make you feel this way about yourself. Yes. Like 
that is so much more a, yeah. a powerful yeah. of a message yeah. than oh this guy screwed me over i hate it so much right it's right like, right it's like, yeah, Taylor Swift has written, what, she, three, she, five, she, seven albums? Right. What, things like we have that. enough out there yeah. for that. We now don't need any more breakup more songs. What we need yeah. is yeah. empowering women. I love to, that. You know, so is that part moves. of your message? Like, that's what you kind yeah. of want to come through, want want to come through in your music? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love empowering it. women, empowering people. I love talking about unity. Yeah. Mostly because I grew up in a mixed household. Right, I'm, right. I'm not like... I'm not super pro black. I'm not super pro white. I'm right. not super pro women. We're, right. Like my family has always been like, no, we promote unity. Unity. I love that. You know I it? love and that. I love being able to like kind of come from, you know, we grew up literally in the middle because yeah. we were yeah, mixed. Exactly. You know? so exactly. That's unity. I love that. I love it. That could be the name of a movie or something. There you go. There you go. See, I love it. Um, okay. <laughs> what is your favorite quote or motto or something you try to live by every day? Dang it. I have, <laughs> I have it on my makeup bag. Where's your makeup bag? Oh, oh we don't have your makeup bag with us. No, it, <laughs> the, the, her name is like Elise something. I'm going to completely butch this, yeah. but it's something like I, um, I want to make everything in my life beautiful and that's what I want to live my life by or I'm totally I know I like I, I I feel you. I feel yeah, where we're going. I want to create all things beautiful okay. and that's how people will know me. Basically something that's kind like of that. the gist of it. Oh, I love and, it. Yeah, I okay. That's well, so she'll great. find it when she gets home and tell me, and then I'll like yeah. put it in the show notes. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Okay, um, who's your dream person to sing a song with, or go on tour with, or something, perform um, with? Probably. Oh gosh, probably John Mayer. Mm, yeah. Gosh, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah, Damn. I love him. I I grew. He was li- really the only pop music we were allowed, we were to, allowed listen to listen to because yeah. my he's parents were best. like, ah, he's kind of jazz too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You guys can listen. to him. He's the best. So I love him. He's also so sexy. So I mean, yeah, it doesn't hurt, like, right? Gosh, like, he's, being on tour with that. Yeah, I'm, sharing like a bus or something. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> But not for six months because you're not dating for six months. Not for six months. Uh, I'll, ca- I'll call. I'll have John. I'll have your my people, people call. John Mad people. Mag will call John's yeah, people. Mad Mag will call John's people in January. Like, Oh, my God. I love it. So where is your dream place to play or, or sing at? It Would it be at, um, I don't know, like a venue that you're dying to go to or a city? Or I don't know. Something. Somewhere. I would love to play um, in Nice, Paris. Oh. I think that'd be beautiful. I know there's, I think there's like some kind of outdoor venue nice. there. Oh. Um, and then also Red Rock Amphitheater, oh, which apparently yes. is, it, which I've been there and it is the best sounding That's what I've heard. theater ever. ever. And it's natural. Like it's, it's, it's all very natural. Cool. No you one, could, is that, you could play there. Is, like I mean, I'm not that big yet. Oh, you're there. Not yet. You're you're, you're going to be playing. We'll, there. we'll, we'll, we'll talk next year. <laughs> okay, next year. Um, oh my God! Wait, I don't want this to. And okay, before I we wrap know. up, though, tell everyone where they can follow you, where they can find your music, all those fun things. Yes. Okay. Um. So I'm most active on Instagram. Okay. My Instagram is making Madeline M A K I N G. Madeline is M A D E L I N E. Perfect. Um. I'm about to pull up the new website. I just took nice. the old one down because I finally got the domain that I've always wanted, which is Madeline Edwards Music. And you and got so that domain? I did nice. get it. I've been tracking that domain for uh-huh. years now. Did you have to buy it? Yeah. Like, do you oh, have to yeah, buy yeah. it from somebody? So it's yeah. Ma- it'll be Matt, or not yet, but it not will be yet. Madeline, Madeline Edwards. Madeline Edwards Music.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, soon? Very soon. Okay. Like within the next month. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, but, and then are you on Twitter, Facebook, anywhere else? I'm definitely on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Just your name. Mad Meg has been wanting me to get on Twitter. I have I don't have interest, interesting things in Twitter. <laughs> I actually, I looked because I was posting something on Twitter. I was like going to tag you. I'm like, I don't think you're on here, but you're not. I didn't see you on there, but maybe I just one don't day. think I have you fun really things to say. To like, yeah, I'm no, just you like, oh, today do I, your Instagram thing. I don't know. Yeah. Today I did what? Like and, <laughs> when, uh, can people find your music? Literally anywhere music can be found. Essentially yes. like anywhere iTunes, music can be found. Title, Pandora, or I don't Pandora, know. Yeah. Pandora. Yeah. Actually yes. you can find you, it on Pandora. YouTube, YouTube, um, um, all those places. iTunes, Apple. Yeah. Any, like everything. anywhere you would, listen to music yeah <laughs> anywhere you okay, listen to music cool. and then me. is there are there any shows coming up or anything or just stay tuned like do you have anything where people yeah, can so i do have oh, right. um, you mentioned axelrad, yep, on, axelrad um august 24th i'll put it in the notes so august 24th uh, okay i do have a secret show with so Ooh. far and so Ooh. far sounds but i'm not what allowed. do you mean secret like 
It's, I'm not allowed to say when the date is or where like it's going to be where it's it's I love how so far is set up. Basically, it's like a secret show every single time. So I'm I'm not allowed to say where but or when can what we find date? out. Like, how do we know? I guess just go to their website. Oh, oh so it'll be on their website when it <laughs> it'll gets closer. It'll be on their website when it gets closer. But I, I don't even know if they're going to announce that I'm playing. It's, oh, it's, it's like uh, it's literally like a pop up secret. That is yeah. awesome. It's okay, cool. So, so cool. Keep an eye out. Just keep an eye out. Like I'll maybe I'll drop little hints on when the date is yeah, on my yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't say that, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> um, so I have that in August, um, and then I have River Revival in, um, Festival September? in september in september wow so you have a lot coming up i do among have a lot of things i'm sure in time like yeah. there will be okay cool so everyone stay tuned yes this has been thank you so much for doing this i love you i don't want I this to end. i don't want it to end either and i'm like our, our uh, champagne our, isn't done we still have some champagne left guys we still yeah. have some champagne well we might do another episode that's about like your all some of the stuff we didn't like totally dig yeah. into because there's so much more i want to talk about but yeah i don't want it to end okay well thank you so so no, so much and uh, so everyone <laughs> follow madeline and you can always follow me at Julie Lauren 14 and follow both of us. Follow both of us. Yes. We're fun. Um, <laughs> you can have champagne with us virtually. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank you all so much for listening as always. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.